Thank you for tuning into Sochcast. We hope you enjoy this uninterrupted listening experience. But before that, please do listen to these messages that come from those that support your favorite show. Raj Naik's talk show Fridays Live features high-profile guests from various walks of life who engage in a free-flowing and inspiring chat with him. Welcome to Fridays Live with me Raj Naik. This evening I have with me one of India's finest badminton players, a two-time Olympian. She has over 300 match wins to her credit. A feisty sportswoman both on field and off field. My guest this evening is the cheerful Jawla Gupta. Jawla, welcome to Friday's Live. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Raj. Thank you for being here. I mean, uh, you know this show is something that I do every Friday. It's my uh, it's something that I started during the lockdown and uh, it keeps me going and more interestingly, it gets me to meet inspiring people like yourself who done some tre- tremendous work and to know your journey you know and that's what this show is all about it's your show so you can talk as much as you want and uh, so let me just start the conversation by asking you what does jawala mean the actual meaning yeah i mean did you ask your parents why they named you jawala so i yeah i had to ask because yeah. you know i think most of the time everybody is judging me because of my So I was like, why, why have you named me? My dad's name is Khan. So I was born. My auntie said, let's name her Jawala. Kranti is Jawala. Kranti means everything. Jawala means spring, the mashal or the torch. So Kranti is Jawala. I got my name. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That, that was the inspiration. And you've got a very interesting lineage, right? You mentioned your father was Kranti, uh, and you come from a family of uh, his parents. His father was a freedom fighter. Yeah, my grandfather. Yeah, your grandfather from your father's side yeah. was a was a was a freedom fighter. So, what was your dad doing? I mean, revolutionary in name, but what was his uh, profession? My dad uh, was studying in Vardha at Bajaj uh, College. It's a very famous college, science college, Kasturba Bajaj College. That's uh, Bajaj. The Bajaj family had donated that land to. Uh, uh i don't know to i i thought it was to gandhi i think and there is a gandhi ashram in vardha and uh, my dad was studying there my dad's whole family was there in vardha farming actually uh they, i don't know why they shifted they were in uh, madras and then they shifted to vardha for quite some time and uh, my dad started studying there my dad was studying msc he's done um, msc organic chemistry in organic chemistry and uh, my mom came along with her uh, grandfather to vardha because my great grandfather was uh, gandhian and uh, he wanted to trans and he was a very famous um, editor uh, chief editor in fact uh, of a chinese newspaper in singapore so uh, he came down to uh, india he had come before and now this time after gandhi passed away he came down to um, india to translate the gandhi biography into chinese and he was staying at vardha and that's where my and he got my mom along he wanted my mom to explore and uh, and she was going to the same college as my dad and my dad was 
dad was also taking tuitions because they couldn't afford they come from a very humble background and uh, so my mom went to him and uh, i think that's where they fell in love <laughs> how interesting i mean uh, your one grandfather was uh, a freedom fighter another mm-hmm. grandfather uh, chinese yeah chinese translated yeah. gandhi biography into chinese uh, do you have a copy of it did you manage to keep it as a yeah, we have it we have one interesting yeah. we have so one and he took up uh, he took gandhi named him gandhi named him as shanti shanti dut from china you know so he took that name so he was known as sang shanti sang is his surname his family name and shanti and he died in vardha and uh, they uh, they buried him in vardha at uh, kasturba hospital where i was born so they have all these famous people who are, uh, you know who died there they were buried there and was he's still there Yes, yes. in spirits his death uh, mm. interesting you said you were born in kasturba the hospital kasturba gandhi hospital in varda uh, what was your childhood like in varda you were born there right you grew up, you grew up there yeah no no i didn't I, uh, we my dad immediately uh, he was already working for reserve bank because uh, he was seeing that his family was not able to afford the uh, education anymore my although my grandmother wanted him to do his phd in uh, organic chem sorry organic chemistry but uh, he took up a job in reserve bank and then um, we my mom and him were living in nagpur and uh, i think for delivery she went to vardha uh, at the hospital and then afterwards we were there for i think 2 3 years in nagpur and then we shifted to hyderabad so your basic uh, childhood has been growing up in hyderabad hyderabad yeah completely completely so and then my dad didn't want to take promotion because um because i had he already had decided that i would play a sport so uh, my training my badminton my coach everything was set here in hyderabad so he never took up any promotion because we would have to you know shift uh, uh, cities uh, and then that would hamper my training so he never took so we completely settled here so at what age did you start playing playing at the age of 9 uh, 10 but i was already in sports uh, since the age of 4 like i did gymnastics and swimming for 5 years because uh, arif sam who's still you know my coach and he's working with me now at the academy he said i was too young to hold the racket at the age of 4 so uh, he pushed me to do gymnastics and swimming and uh, at the age of 9 10 i came back to him and uh, started playing so what was the inspiration i mean for your father to I mean did he push you into sports or you yourself wanted to go there how was it No um at the age of 4 you really wouldn't know right True So it was him it was completely him um because I'm the first girl child in the family my dad has five other siblings and all of them had two two boys and I was the first girl child and it was my grandmother and he was pretty shocked actually with the reaction he got they were very disappointed in him oh very really? i thought you'd be very happy not having the only girl child in the in the whole no they want it's a typical mentality you know matlab ladka hai to dowry milega that's the kind of a mentality middle class mentality you know uh, you can't help it sometimes i think 
so uh, and my dad is the youngest of all so he's like the lord law of the house so this great expectation he's the most educated one also you know he finished his uh, post graduation so um there was a lot uh, but but he i think disappointed everybody he married my mom uh that also didn't go down uh you know well with my grandparents and uh, even my mom's grandfather wasn't happy actually he didn't he he refused to look at my mom on his uh, deathbed it was that bad but uh, yeah so it was my dad he was like i'm going to make her something which nobody would have even thought of and um, in my uh, days when you know when i was a teenager everybody were, was an engineer most of them were engineer or a doctor nothing else but he was very determined and i i was not given any choice and i did not join the sport for fitness sake it was to take up any sport as a profession it didn't matter it didn't matter what sport but he was very determined yeah but Just any most me to all sports now but uh, do you have any idea what was his inspiration or because was he a sportsman himself he always wanted to do sports but he said we couldn't afford we couldn't afford to think about it also but uh, i don't think he would have been a good sportsman in here no hand eye coordination um and i told him how in the world like he didn't even know how to run he started running with me but and and uh, at the age of uh, 55 he became a marathon runner he, wow if him, yeah if you see him run he's not running freely like it doesn't come naturally but he managed he's very like ziddi in his head and, and he, marathon what does he do 10k uh, he did 10k he did uh, he did 25k also slow wow. but he has done he he went to delhi for that airtel marathon yes, you know yes. and uh, i was like uh, he just wants to do that i'm like as long as he's busy and happy i think that's fine and are you the only daughter only no, i have another i have another uh, sibling she's about 8 years younger than me and what does she do what's her she, name now insi her name is insi it's oh, i so she's, she's taken the uh, name from your mother's side right in no, is actually it's actually it's neither chinese nor an indian name it's a creative okay. so in c it's i n that means indo india s i sino china wow interesting so it's in c. <laughs> yeah she just got married last year december and uh, yeah she's she's uh, right now a homemaker but uh, yeah i think she's enjoying it like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store and uh, jala sir tell me i read somewhere that you 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 wanted to play tennis but mm-hmm. your mother forced you to get into badminton yeah. is it is that yeah. is it yeah. right yes because and, yes <laughs> <laughs> like all the mothers first you know they're like this kid your child will tan kali ho jayegi you know then shaadi kon karega but i don't think shaadi was in her mind but she was like she kali ho jayegi just put her in indoor sport she's very clear wow i mean that's a big admission on your part to say that 
on sports but the thing is the association controls the sport completely um there is no uh, accountability of what is happening with the kind of money the central government is spending if you see central government spending you see the numbers there in like hundreds of crores but if hundreds of crores uh, just getting us one gold medal or not even one gold medal that is just by chance ho raha you know like abhinav bindra is a gold medalist but he put in his own effort as well you know so if the, uh, if we're not able to get one medal uh, from a, such a big country of fars then there's something wrong systematically so if uh, mr kiran rijiju who's the sports minister is in this uh, show right now and if you had to give him a message what do you think the one suggestion you would give that the government should do to encourage sports people to to be able to flourish he's already done uh, a lot of uh, of the things which i always spoke about like you know put uh, open up these big stadiums which was made for these games like commonwealth games siri fort in delhi um you know and we have so many stadiums in our in my city as well for national games which was made you know chandrababu naidu made it but they're just lying around so open it up and then i really think the state government and the central government together have to work they cannot work separately and uh, you have to have an accountability of where the money is going and if the money is being used properly uh, for the athletes or not i i, I really doubt that is happening yeah, mr rijiju is a sportsman himself and he is uh, very progressive he's so, he's definitely he, i think he's more proactive than uh, uh, than a sportsman who himself was a sports person he is so uh, proactive and uh, i i really hope uh, you know the money is you know going in the right direction right he's a big sports enthusiast because i spent an evening with him yeah he's an encyclopedia on sports you know yeah he knows a lot and that's why you know there were other sports persons who were sports ministers before him and they did not do anything I'm, I was very disappointed. Again, I was very hopeful that uh, you know things would change. Drast- There has to be a drastic change. There has to be a drastic change. Do you think it would be a great idea to have something like where you have scouts going and scouting for right talent and bringing them under one umbrella and then giving them all the support that requires? To- yes, of course. You know, in India, our country, the problem is once a player wins an international tournament, then you reward him or her with all the money the same money you put in there put in you know uh, in the grassroots level i and and spend that kind of a money personally and make sure that that financial burden is not put on the family you'll not have one medalist you'll have many medalists and that's what i've been saying like sindhu for example became uh, you know she won an olympic medal uh, at rio but we are failing to acknowledge the part where uh, where she did not spend 1 rupee since the age of 16 she had all the private sponsors and if the athlete only has to focus only on sport we can make olympic champions but today uh, our athlete has to bother about uh, what kind of money he is making because he has he also has to repay his family or see that his family is not burdened with you know the uh, uh, burden uh, and uh, financially burden financially and 
फिर खुद का फिजियो देखो खुद का खाना देखो दिस प्रोटीन दैट प्रोटीन देन द टूर्नामेंट सेंट बाय द एसोसिएशन इज नॉट एनफ देन यू हैव टू प्ले टूर्नामेंट्स एट योर ओन एक्सपेंस सो सो मेनी थिंग्स एंड देन यू हैव टू आल्सो गेट एजुकेटेड बिकॉज़ इफ यू आर नॉट एजुकेटेड यू डोंट गेट proper job even if you are in a job and if you don't have a degree you won't get promoted to another next level because you're not a graduate there's so many things and now like now i'm facing this problem is that uh, uh, 20, 25 30 years i've played badminton and now suddenly my company wants me to come and work for them like i have no idea what i'll do at a 9 to 5 job you know uh, on a table right i i have no idea Uh, and then there is no provision for uh, athletes like us to you know after their career you know they can have an academy they can also have the job which we paid for the company i'm also very grateful for the, to the company but now they want me to come so there's no security you know on the whole the system doesn't secure the athletes even after achieving all the laurels that you did no uh, so which is the company you employed now with bharat petroleum and i have been i have i haven't uh, been uh, uh, going to the office uh, for past one and a half years because of my academy and i've been uh, at loss of pay and they now they the olympics is going to come and they are like sending me all these warnings ki jal what is your decision jaldi bolo jaldi bolo i'm like i probably end up resigning i don't know like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store you mentioned your academy now i'm sure they will not go to that extent they will not they will realize that you know they cannot let somebody like you who's brought so much of repute to the organization as well to let you go so no, easily they don't care they don't care really because i ask them for their support as well because they always want see we were like uh, uh, whenever we played uh, a tournament they always asked us to wear this logo so basically they asked us to market them and talk about them so i'm like i want your support let me put your logo or branding on the academy right it's good for them and good for me it's a seven win situation but they just don't care yeah So tell me about your academy. I mean, I I I saw it on YouTube today for the first time. I I had actually seen it when you tweeted about it uh, a few months ago when you launched it. But then today on YouTube, I went and saw the whole video. You built a fabulous academy. So tell me about your academy. I mean, what was the inspiration of doing that? I always wanted to do something apart from badminton. Past ten years, actually. um i thought ki uh, once i do well in my career i would get that kind of a support people will believe in my vision but that didn't happen so i waited i waited i waited then one day i was like chalo chodo you know let me do it on my own and uh, i was actually opting for a bank loan and just then my dad was like okay let's not go for bank loan you know then there's too much of headache uh so uh, we kind of uh, my dad somehow arranged the money and uh, we put in i put in everything whatever i had so basically we were like my dad and me we kind of think alike we were like if we're getting into this business getting with a bank or just don't get it don't venture there's no point so we built this academy it's it's just not going to be a badminton academy actually 
but we started off with badminton because you know i'm an expert in that so we built 14 court badminton academy it is uh i think the biggest one in the country right now and uh, we are in a school premises um and i've always preached that education and sports can go hand in hand so when i have finished my education so i think anybody can and also play sport so uh, it's it's like it's an overall development because everybody cannot be a champion you know everybody cannot be a champion so i i i focus on their education as well and i'm very lucky that i got this opportunity and a lot of people just play for fitness as well right i mean uh, yeah so and and you launched in the middle of uh, the pandemic <laughs> so yeah it actually last year my academy was ready last year march aur uske baad lockdown ho gaya you know and i was like oh my god uh, like almost 6 7 months we were just maintaining it and then fir chue bhi aane lag gaye you know in spite of all the maintenance and then kharcha ho raha tha then november when the cases came down and that's when i thought let me just launch it and then when i opened up for registration i got about 500 to 600 registrations because there is no second option in our country it's just one academy right now running which is famous so um uh, but then i did not take everybody because of covid again you know i didn't want you know the place crowded so i had to restrict a lot of entries i'm still restricting so uh, this is uh, you have students from all over the country or only from hyderabad all over the country and mainly I, i'm very surprised mainly they are from haryana and uh, maharashtra interesting yeah and, and strong boys i'm so impressed with their you know physique uh, and uh, Uh, this skill it's just that they're not getting enough exposure and they're not getting the right opportunity but i hope that uh, i've seen them for past 6 months and they have improved tremendously i really hope that there's a tournament happening and then they can prove their skill so so uh, so what about they're staying i mean it's a, there's a there's a hostel there's yeah. a hostel i'm running a i'm running a hostel yeah so you're hostel. a full So you're a full-fledged entrepreneur. I don't know. I think I'm a very bad businesswoman. I can't. I can't keep track of money. I'm like, कोई भी आता है तो like, madam, ये नहीं ये नहीं और I'm like, okay, जाओ ये ले लो. But and my mom is right on my head. Like you're wasting so much money. But I think you know having a good business also means that you need to have a set of people who you can trust, and then sometimes they are in need, and you have to keep them happy. then they sure. wouldn't need you so my mom is a typical chinese no bharosa on anybody including me and my dad <laughs> she's a typical chinese very hard working but very always suspicious of things so how how much how involved is your mom in your business she i involved her you know i couldn't do it alone you know i needed i needed the support from my son and my mom herself is a business woman uh, she uh, has her own consultancy firm for pharmaceuticals um she works for uh, all these big companies zydus urbindo all these big companies 
and uh, she's running a very successful uh, business actually and uh, how has it been uh, so ever since you opened the academy how has it been how has the business been business is like we don't make any money right now because we haven't opened up completely i, I have to protect my children you know uh, who are living there um and agar ek ko bhi covid aa gaya and then i'll have to shut everybody uh, from coming so um, I, i haven't opened up for the outsiders yet so july 1st is what i have announced but if covid is still uh, going to trouble us then i think i'll not i'll not open it i think safety is first you did another interesting thing during the covid period what i would term as love in the time of covid you got married right in the midst of covid yeah and right in the midst of uh, second wave you know it was very scary and i was not happy you know i was very stressed i wanted to cancel the whole thing because you read this news you uh, listen to the news it's so depressing it's sad as very guilty as feeling very guilty that's why i did not even post any pictures for a month i'm like i'm not going to post any happy pictures because it's not right on my part to do that um and uh, and uh, yeah it just happened i i created a bubble luckily nobody got infected and um, it was a small wedding it was fun but i've forgotten about it you know it's i, I, I hardly have any memories because it was a stressful period for me Yeah. So, do you plan to write a book? Love is the times of COVID. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, not really. I I really wish uh, you know things were better, and then if I had gotten married, I would I would have probably enjoyed the whole shadi. But I was very stressed. I was very stressed. I was crying ten uh, days prior to the wedding every day for no reason. It was like I'm just crying because I was just not happy. I was helpless. and then uh, my friends just pushed me they were counseling me every day and they were like just get it done because it was long due the wedding was long due we just kept postponing it for almost more than a year so they were like just get it done like okay, so, so, so tell me your love story how did you meet vishnu vishal <laughs> vishnu um actually we met at a common friends uh, sister's wedding and uh, uh i didn't know him uh, because i i had not watched any of his film although i'm a movie buff but i somehow never watched his film and uh, actually we started off on a way bad note we were not liking each other <laughs> yeah for some reason i don't know i'm like it was a drunk party you know and uh, i was like ye kon hai ye kon bhatak raha hai mera aaju baaju <laughs> but uh, but i don't know somehow we started talking and then you have a perception about movie people you know it's it's not my fault it's just made up like that so but when you start talking when when i started talking to him he seemed like a sensible guy you know he way head over his on his shoulder and kuch aisa movie type ekdam movie type to nahi laga i have a lot of filmy friends and i'm like i just can't converse with them you know and uh, he was he was different i um, he hardly spoke about his films um, um we had some good intelligent chat and then we just you know started sure. dating 
Yeah. So, so who proposed to whom? He proposed. <laughs> he, proposed. <laughs> he did. He he uh, he suddenly did. But it was, you know, we had understood. We we knew it. You know, there was a mutual understanding. But he suddenly planned it on my birthday uh, last year. It was it last year, or I think on 2019. I'm not too really sure. Hmm. Yeah. This is what. The pandemic has done to all of us. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know whether it was before pandemic. I think it was before pandemic. He proposed, and uh, yeah, he just uh, planned it with my manager and everybody. All my friends knew it. I didn't know it was quite a surprise actually, because he's not a filmy guy, and it was. And I did not like it also. Yeah. <laughs> like this Sochcast. Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Did yeah. Did you ever consider getting into films yourself? No. Uh, see, I have a lot of respect for movie people because they have their their pattern, the way of working is very difficult. We we uh, everybody says that sports person's life or career is very difficult. We have to train so hard. Everything is right, but We are very organized. हमारा set time होता है छः बजे पाँच बजे उठना है छः बजे on court or you know on the ground running. You have this set organized training plan for us, you know, when when it comes to. But movie people it's so unorganized and you have to stay awake the whole night if it is a night shoot. And I can't do all of that. I think they work really hard. They work. Yes, they do. And 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 it's they're un underestimated. You know, yeah. People only see the camera side; they don't see what the hard work that goes behind. The beauty and the glam, but they don't see. It's very tough. It's it's tough to look good, and the people don't realize. People take them very uh, easy, you know. And it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. And I, I have a lot of friends. I see them. I'm like, how do you do it? I just can't. I can't even think, and I can't act. I'm very bad. <laughs> yeah. No, I- That I'm not sure. I mean, no, I'm sure. I'm very confident. I'll tell you what I'm good at. I'll definitely tell you what I'm good at. I I can boast about myself. I'm good at playing badminton. You know, I I know that for a fact. You ask me to play badminton, I'm not shy. I'll just go ahead. But in front of camera, I just freeze. So I just can't do it. Yeah. So let's switch gears a bit. Uh, we've spoken about your badminton, uh, but before I go. Tell me if there's one moment you remember of any tournament of yours which will always be there with you, which we, something that you cherish. Which is that moment? I have uh, I have a lot of such moments because we as doubles players we were never taken seriously. मतलब expected there's no expectation. So I have a lot of such moments, but definitely Commonwealth Games uh, uh, gold medal will be my favorite because. Uh, First is I played in front of our home crowd. I had never seen such crowd for badminton uh, before or even after the Commonwealth Games. And then um, I had my parents in the stand, and I played one of my best matches in the Commonwealth Games. And I played. I think I played. I performed every day of that tournament. That is uh, almost fourteen days of the tournament, and uh, and I'm very proud of it. Okay, uh, you've been very outspoken, Jawala, 
I, mean, I follow you on Twitter and you're, you're, you're very vocal about your views, what you yeah. believe in. Uh, and I, and you get trolled also at times, I've noticed. So how do you manage that? I think I've, tra- I've, I've really uh, developed a very thick skin. From childhood, I was criticized a lot. A lot, you know, my, my, my seniors had come onto my face and told me, well, I cannot play badminton. You won't be able to do it. And my father was called... Uh, Pagal hai kya kya kar rahe ladki, you know, itna kya uske piche pad rahe, you know, what are you doing, you're wasting her time, uh, wasting your own time. So I was criticized um, a lot from the beginning and uh, and and somehow it somehow doesn't uh, bother me, these trollers. I know they are, first of all, they, they themselves are unknown. You really don't know if it is a real person behind these um, IDs um, and uh, or if I have a I say it right then and there I don't keep anything inside me and uh, this is what we've been taught since the beginning that we are a democratic country uh, we have a freedom of uh, expression you can say what you feel like you can you can put out your thought and that's what the Twitter was meant to be um, although all the other celebs don't use the Twitter for what it was made for, you know, like put out your opinion in a pub- public platform. Now everybody uses it for endorsements and advertising. But I don't believe um, uh, that uh, keeping quiet is the solution for anything. It's not good for our future generation. I believe in I mean, it's nice to see somebody taking a stand and speaking up and uh, putting in public your opinion of what you believe in is yes. right. And I've been taught that, you know, my dad also, he says, see, even if I'm your dad doesn't mean I'm right all the time. He told me this. If I'm wrong and if you believe in your way and your, uh, you know, thoughts that you're right, you have to come and fight with me. And uh, we've always had this open discussions in my house as well. So, uh, I think uh, this is what I've been taught. This is how I've been. For me, a person like me, it's very difficult to keep quiet. Um, and uh, I try. I try to be diplomatic as much <laughs> as possible. But I just don't manage. I often, I often somebody or the other, you know. I, I just don't know how I manage to do that. But, you know, it's a, it's a great quality because that way you sleep with a clean conscious and you got it out of your system and your intent is honorable. You're not doing it with any... any and agenda. also, I, I feel I'm responsible. I have a moral responsibility towards our society. Tomorrow, I'll have kids. My kids shouldn't turn back and tell me, ye kaisa desh hai ya, ye kaisa society hai. You know, why didn't you say anything? Or why didn't you warn me? Or tumne kuch kiya nahi? Or what did you do? What is your contribution? So I, I feel we as a, a, a citizen of this country, we have a moral responsibility towards our society. And today I am a privileged person and it is my duty uh, that I speak for people who don't have voices, that uh, I speak for underprivileged so that our society is safe for our children tomorrow. And uh, this I believe in completely. That's amazing, Jwala. You said that. I hope more people, you know, uh, do the same. Yeah, I think today the society is suffering 
because of the silence of good people i'm not saying people who keep quiet are bad they are good people but they keeping quiet so so that's why our society is suffering today you also spoke about body shaming at one time i mean uh, you also i remember i read somewhere which said you said what's wrong with being dressed up you know yeah. because so would you like to elaborate what was that I, in context of every time there is a label when it comes to a woman she's labeled she's labeled uh, on how she looks like she's labeled okay to abhi if if jhwala dresses up like today i'm wearing some makeup i have i have colored hair i have manicured hands um as a sports person in our country sports women matlab she cannot look glamorous and she cannot she cannot she shouldn't want to look like this that's the perception in our country i don't know uh, because every time i speak to a press or press they have this question every press people has this question how does it feel to be called as a glamorous sports person i'm like why would you call me a glamorous sports person call me a good sports person call me an an, an achiever maybe you know you wouldn't ask this question to a cricketer you know they they can roam around uh, in a fancy car they can uh, you know nowadays i see the cricketers male cricketers they wear all kinds of jewelry you know big chunky jewelry if i wear it they're like uh, kisne diya hoga first question is kisne diya hoga who presented you or who gifted you that's the question and then okay she wears makeup that means you know uska focus pura sirf uske looks pe hai these are the questions i get i'm like i i played i worked hard almost 8 to 9 hours in a day and that's 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 how much you can do humanly possible you can't do more than that if i do more than that i'll get injured it's like but after that 8 to 10 hours of my work which i'm supposed to do after that i i have a lot of free time you know i can go to spa i can go to a beauty salon i can get i can i can go shopping uh i can do what i want as a normal person uh you know and but there's so much of judgment when it comes to a sports woman who dresses up or who drives a fancy car uh it's like she's just not capable of doing it on her own and that's that's really unfair and that's really wrong very true i mean i can relate to this i've got two daughters and they keep correcting me all the time whenever i make any small faux pas right no like the first time i wanted to buy a car you know a bm bima and my my father said this to me he's like um log kya kahenge and i'm like mera paisa hai log kuch bhi kahe why can't i buy a car and that's the question i had uh you know it was so and but he was right लोग क्या कहेंगे आई नेवर थॉट दैट लोग कहेंगे कुछ आई नेवर एवर थॉट लोग कुछ कहेंगे आई डिड नॉट एक्सपेक्ट बट ही वाज राइट हिज परसेप्शन वाज राइट लोगों का काम है कहना हां कहना है बट आई थिंक मेजॉरिटी तो वही डर के रह रहे कि लोग क्या कहेंगे यू नो दैट्स हाउ पीपल आर लिविंग आई डोंट नो हाउ दे डू इट लाइक दिस सोच कास्ट ट्यून इन फॉर मोर विद द सोच कास्ट ऐप फ्रॉम द गूगल प्ले स्टोर So Jala what is your routine like what's your daily routine like Now I wake up you know I wake up I don't wake up uh, very early now I'm not playing so I wake up around 7 7:38 sometimes I go to the academy I spend some time I spend good 
five six hours there. I you know I I started playing as well, and I started training a little bit. Uh, I haven't been very active last three years, but uh, and then uh, everything around uh, around meaning everything is around my academy right and now. What are your other interests? Do you have any other hobbies apart from badminton? No, no hobby really. You know, I watch a lot of TV. Uh, I'm a TV buff, movie buff, and uh, I spend a lot of time with my friends because I never got so much time to spend with my friends. So I have this very, I have a very close uh, circle, and I spend a lot of time with my friends. Are you a foodie? I am a foodie, but I have to be on a diet as well because I have a very bad body type. I put on weight just like that. But I love food. I don't eat junk. I'm not, uh, you know, I don't like junk food. Um, but I like food. I, I, I'm not very fussy. I eat all kinds of food. And what kind of? But is there any favorite cuisine? I that don't eat spicy food. I'm a very, मतलब थोड़ा Chinese genes है तो very bland food. No mirchi, no masala. But I otherwise घर का खाना or what my mom cooks. I really love what my mom cooks. So does your mom cook Chinese food? Yeah, she's a great cook. When you're in Hyderabad, I'll invite you. Okay, that yeah. that's a deal. That's a deal. Yeah, that's yeah. a deal. You you will uh, eat authentic Chinese food in India, the most authentic. And 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 did did she teach you how to speak Chinese or you never no, learned Chinese? No, she didn't. She didn't. So she tells me she when she was very young when she had me, you know, and uh, um, she was learning Indian languages then. So she forgot to teach me. But uh, when my sister was born, uh, they sent her. They they had made up their mind that they would teach her Chinese. Right. And they, my sister went and studied in China for five years. So she was in Shanghai for five years. Yeah. So she knows how to read and write. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, you should it's do tough. it. Chinese is tough. You have to breathe Chinese literally to learn Chinese. Chinese is very tough. It's not an easy language to learn. And what's your favorite holiday destination? Um, UK, anywhere in UK. But UK, I like uh, I like that atmosphere. I think it's uh, yeah. I think it's very similar to India, but I think in a better way. <laughs> but I think you uh, yeah. Okay. okay. So I'm going to ask you. I'm, uh, we have very little time, so I'm going to ask you just last two three uh, questions. Some of leadership lessons that you learned while playing. You know, so when you lose, how do you how do you maintain your when you when you win? Of course, you're celebrating, right? But when you lose, how do you motivate yourself? So what I have learned and what I've been taught by my dad was: win or lose, you cannot uh, get too excited about it. Even winning, you just celebrated that particular night, and you have to move on immediately. And because you have a tournament next coming. Week, you know, as a sports person, we have tournament every week, and I cannot settle with one win. And even when I lose uh, in a tournament, it's the same. You think about it that particular moment, maybe that night. Don't extend it too much. So that way, I kind of develop this habit of moving on very quick. So I never got too excited even with wins. 
I never got too excited or too low when uh, you know I lost out on any matches actually so and and that's that that's how um, uh, you that's what you learn to deal with daily life don't get too excited because life it just doesn't stop right even if you have had a big victory it just doesn't stop then you you'll have another you know hurdle maybe next week you'll need to you have to have uh, you know the presence of mind and um, i never took it too seriously telling you frankly whether even when i won i never took it too seriously ki ha this is the end of everything i've won i've done it all it was never like that you have to know how to deal with your wins as well and since you have a voice and you express your opinion have you ever thought of politics at any given point i got a lot of offers but somehow my I'm, i my ideologies don't match with any any of the current parties so no i don't know you know never say never though yeah um, if, if uh, people think i'm um, i'll be able to do justice and if the day i think i'll be able to do justice and give that much of time because politics again will take up all your time um right now i don't want to do that right now Okay thank you so much Jwala it's been fantastic talking to you uh, and there are so many people i'm sure badminton players who who this show what is that message you would like to give them all the badminton players and all the sports persons i know winning is uh, what uh, winning is what is there in your head but please be patient i think this current generation is running out of patience uh, you have to be patient and uh, uh becoming champion is not uh, difficult but staying champion is difficult so you have to have patience and that's how you can be a true champion and my last question to you what makes you happy jwala how do you define happiness uh i think if people around me are happy that makes me happy and and i truly believe in it wonderful Thank you so much it was awesome speaking to you I don't know how time flew by you know and that tells me that it was an uh, easy conversation so thank you so much for your time and I'm going to take you on your offer when I come to yeah. Hyderabad I'm going to get authentic chai I won't yes, forget Yeah and wish you all the best with your academy I'm sure once the pandemic is over it will flourish Thank you thank you so much Thanks for listening I hope you enjoyed this podcast What is your search? Send us your comments on our Facebook page and Instagram page. It's time for you to do your own searchcast at searchcast apni soch duniya ko sunao. Searchcast